Hi everyone! Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good Beetlejuice! It's Halloween! And we are watching Night of the Demons! Welcome everyone to Witchfinger Horror Podcast. My name is Yasmina, and to my right is Megan. <laughs> to my left is Morgan. Hello! And yeah, so I'm pretty excited about this episode because Night of the Demons is one of my fucking favorite movies ever. <laughs> I've seen this movie more times than I can count. It's fantastic it there's so many iconic scenes so many iconic lines i think there are still lines from this movie that i still use in my everyday like just throwing them into conversations and stuff oh yeah and no one gets them no except for us except for cool people (laughs) i know right (laughs) well i'm like we me and uh morgan's sister mercedes we went to high school together and we used to watch this like at your parents house yeah like when we were in high school in the basement and just laugh so hard like and we used to always just say roger <laughs> roger <laughs> but yeah so night of the demons uh was released in 1988 um it's directed by uh kevin s tenney and it was written by joe augustin um so joe also wrote uh part two and he also wrote like a movie that i recently purchased on vhs that blew my mind actually and it's called night Angel. And oh yeah, yeah. Really? I know the cover. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was so good. It was so good. A fucking Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat is oh, in it. I yeah, I know. And an interesting thing about Joe Augustin is he's an advocate of serious paranormal research. Oh my god, his he wrote this a shit book is about out of control. It. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a book about it, and um. He also worked on Hard Rock Zombies. I was <laughs> going to say, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. actually Wait. see that, but that is pretty fantastic. He actually is, Joe Augustin is, like you said, an author in his own right. He actually has written, I guess, a couple of fiction novels. One is The Nine Lives of Felicia Miller. One is Dead Rain, A Tale of the Zombie Apocalypse. And Ghost Rider, The Polaroid Ghost, and Other True Tales of the Par- Paranormal, the which Polaroid is the, the nonfiction uh, book... Of his personal paranormal experiences, yeah, including like, okay, that's cool. eyewitness accounts of events that took place uh, in the Wright House. Um, there's a ghost there that apparently writes on Polaroid film yeah. with ectoplasm. And oh, yeah. And that reminds yeah. me of, do you remember that, that Canadian TV show, Ghost Writer? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. Ghost Writer. I'm pretty sure. Why did she sing that song for She knows the song. Why? She actually, do you remember the song where she writes a song and Ghost Writer helps her write it? Oh, wait. Wait. Um, you know it. Oh, you gotta believe and let your spirits fly. You gotta believe. You're so talented. She has, like this thing about her where she remembers every fucking lyric of every song and every commercial of the 80s and like all TV the songs, shows all the like when you like go on in, on uh, Instagram and you like follow like some like retro thing and like they put the like zest commercial on and I'm like singing <laughs> yeah, like 80s knows, zest commercials singing along and shit that's so funny fuck yeah okay so i got to get back to this because Joe Augustin is insane 
Um, <laughs> okay, good reason. So but he did write Night of the Demon. Yeah. So. He, he was present at a Halloween party where there apparently were several ghosts who brought their and people like brought their own Polaroid cameras and took photos. And the case was actually featured on uh, like sightings, my ghost story, unexplained mysteries, which sounds like the poor man's unsolved. Oh, uh, I know. I was gonna say that's like unsolved mysteries, but not. The yeah. Book. Yeah. And yeah, uh, another show called Fact. Fact or faked paranormal files, and apparently uh, they investigated. Fact or fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I would say fucked. The case was apparently declared authentic, though. Bullshit! How do you declare a case authentic? I don't know. Says That's who? Who says that? Fact ghost or fucked? Who says this is authentic. Ghost people. Ghost people. Mm-hmm. Ghost. Ghost professional people. Yeah, with their gadgets. Oh yes, that's a real one. Yeah, all those shows, heat like, and stuff, yeah, make yeah. me irate. All those shows make me irate. Yeah. Like if I watch any of those like ghost hunting shows, I'm just like, it's one of the crew members fucking yeah. with you. That or like they're just so walking upstairs or like they went to the bathroom or something. I know. Well, this uh, Night of the Demons um, is uh, has a $1 million budget um, and made uh, $3 million at the box office. Um, IMDb gave it a 6.3 and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 44%. And um, so we're just at the beginning of the movie where everyone's like getting ready to go to the party and it's full of 80s hair. And this part is like when, um, yeah, so like this part when the sister, um, what's her name, Judy, uh, is getting changed and her little brother's watching her in the closet. That's like fucked up. I don't know. Ugh. It's creepy, but yeah, no, like we've never been little boys. Eyes. We've never been little boys. I hear like it's pretty common. But your yeah. own sister, yes, though? yes, especially your own sister. Hills I- have eyes. Hills have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Kevin S. Tenney. Um, is he from Hawaii, I think? He was born in Honolulu, yes. Yeah. Um, he also directed one of my personal favorite horror movies, and it blows my mind that Morgan hasn't seen it yet, is Witchboard. Yeah, no, I haven't I seen it. I love that movie so much. Um, so he also, I think... Um, he oh yeah so he also did Witchboard two yeah it's obviously not as good as the first one but it's still watchable I do enjoy it um he also did uh, Witch Trap Witch uh, Trap no, Witch Trap <laughs> if you guys want to watch um a movie with terrible acting watch Witch Trap like the acting in Deadly Prey is better oh my god are you kidding me I'm not even fucking joking so Witch Trap is the like unofficial sequel of Witchboard it's not technically the sequel but the but he did it now Fader wizard guy the bad warlock guy is is the still the main villain and they recast some of the same cast and Linnea Quigley is also in it as well. Um, but I'm not sure what happened, like why they changed it like halfway through and then they were like, let's just not make it a sequel and change the name or yeah, something. Yeah, it like, sounds I'm really complicated sure. because there is a Witch Trap sequel that came out later on. Witch Trap sequel? Or Witch Board, board sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is, yeah, there is yeah, a Witch Board sequel yeah. that came out. So it's like, why would they decide to make a sequel and then change all the characters' names but still have some of the same people and then, and then decide a, to a actually later, do the sequel, sequel in I, 1993? Maybe... 
I don't know. I honestly, like, maybe he just, like, switched gears and then yeah. was like, this movie is a pile of shit. Let's just change the yeah, the, the yeah. name and then make the actual sequel later. But, like, I still enjoy it because I enjoy bad acting. And it's so bad. Like, it's terrible. But Sweet. it's amazing. I love it. I actually, I met Linnea Quigley with Megan at Horrorama in Toronto a couple years ago. She's and she so signed. Nice. I know. I She signed my, my VHS copies of Night of the Demons and Witch Trap. Um, so he also did a movie that is, has been on my list of movies to watch forever and I just haven't seen it yet is The Cellar. Yeah. It's, there actually is a copy on YouTube. Not, not a bad quality one. I was kind of thinking about starting to watch it and I like clicked on it and like had it up for a little bit and then I was like, "Mm, maybe I'll save it for another time. So it's kind of like The Gate you said? Yeah. It's like a, there's a creature that lives in the cellar and apparently there's like a maze that this kid has to go through to like get to the creature and like destroy it basically so it seems like the gate but just in a basement and not in like i wonder how similar it is to cellar dweller well yeah like the cellar and cellar dweller like kind of similar i guess they just both take they they both take place in a cellar but in cellar dweller he comes out of a comic book yeah but he's still in a cellar and he's like they look so cute they look (laughs) similar they look similar like they're like the like goblin kind of creature Oh, I love Thanks. creatures. I was gonna. What? Who said? What? You said that you tr- you were gonna watch it, right? The seller. The seller. I do really want to watch it. Like honestly, did you like say it's you been started on my or list. something. I did. That's funny. When I was going through this list, I I started Pinocchio's Revenge that he did. I saw because that. I wanted. I was just like feeling like a '90s movie. I remember like when and, it like, came 90s out. '90s movies are. Bad. They're bad. Oh yeah, the like, '90s horror is and rock. Oh my god, white and all that. Bad. I love it. Oh, I fucking love that fucking movie. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't watch Pinocchio's Revenge. But yeah, fuck, I should have. Well, um, he also did uh, actually a movie called Demolition University with Corey Haim. Yeah, and I've it. heard of that oh, movie before. Yeah, I've actually never heard of it, but Amy uh, Amy Delenz is also in it, and she um, is in Witchboard Two and Pumpkinhead Two and Ticks. Um, Yeah, so she was in like, uh, she kind of was like, you know, doing a lot of horror in the early 90s and stuff. But he also did uh, Brain Dead, but not like Dead Alive, Brain Dead. It's like, there's another movie called Brain Dead from 2007. I was going to say, when I saw the year, I was like, with that Yeah, there's a couple of Brain Deads, because Brain Dead is also the Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton movie from 89? It's like a 90s, like, kind of It's like early 90s, yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, obviously, like, Dead Alive, Brain Dead is the first yeah. title of that. And he also he produced the remake, the Night of the Demons remake, which is really cool. Yeah, I yeah. think it, I think it was neat that that he decided to go ahead and uh, mm-hmm. and give this movie another shot. Yeah, I love this. And the so they're in the convenience store, and Lydia <laughs> Quigley. So yeah, I know she's so <laughs> obvious. <laughs> she's like looking at her friend like. I know, right? I got this stuff, man. Yeah. Actually, Linnea Quigley um, has an appearance as a cameo in the Night of the Demons remake, and she's wearing the exact same outfit. Is it, that is, is so it fun. I actually I didn't hate it. Like, okay. I didn't hate it. It got really bad reviews. It got terrible yeah, reviews, but yeah, I actually right. didn't hate it. Like, honestly, I I don't really remember it very, very well, but, um, like, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 31%. Yeah. I know. And your and boyfriend, Edward Furlong, is in I it. I know. Well, and Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, that yeah. Shannon Elizabeth plays Angela, and she does the Angela dance to "Typo Negative," Black Number One. Yeah, actually, the soundtrack I I of the remake I thought was kind of interesting because 
black number one, type yeah, of negative. Yeah, 45 Grave. 45 Grave! Yeah. But it has a song on it, which is so awesome. Yeah, and That's it's like, called it's Night of the Demons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the remake was uh, directed by uh, Adam uh, Girash, and um, he did the sequence in Tales of Halloween uh, called Trick, and it's the one with the little kids that attack the adults. Oh, fuck! That, that one was, was that a was good, good one. Yeah, that, that one was, really was good. a good one for sure. Sweet. Um, and uh, cool. the remake also has Monica Kina, who is the girl in Freddy vs. Jason. That's cool. As well. And, uh, but yeah, she's, during she's the, good. I just like, I watched the the dance scene today on YouTube, and uh, <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth, like, when she's dancing. <laughs> I know, right? American know. Pie. Uh, she's dancing, and then she bites a girl's face off. That's cool yeah and then actually in 2013 kevin announced that he was planning on doing a sequel to the remake and it was supposed to be called after party and they actually started a kickstarter um but it was unsuccessful yeah i read that yeah and i know anthony hickox was supposed yeah, to direct the director of hellraiser, hellraiser 3, 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah so oh you gosh. know it probably would have been pretty yeah. good it would have been oh, yeah. super modern yeah i know and he also did the waxwork movies and warlock 2 yep Oh, shit. Which also has oh, the girl shit. from uh, Hellraiser 3 and Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we you know what's funny? So every time, like, we're, we're big Seinfeld fans, like, whenever we're writing our, we're doing our research and writing our notes on our next episode, we're like, I wonder what Seinfeld <laughs> reference we'll find on there's this. Always, yeah. There's always, always one. one. There's always one. Look at this fucked up pumpkin. I know. Oh, by the way. That looks like fucking Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. That pumpkin's yeah. face. Oh my god! <laughs> That's funny. Also, like the mom when she offers them those snacks, they just look like turds. They do they look like uh, what are they supposed to be? I don't know. Fingers? I don't know. Turds. Turds. Yeah, I they're don't actually know. dog turds. She went outside and picked yeah, them in the backyard. They look awful. That's really nice. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> but yeah, so um, let's talk about Amelia Kincaid, who is Angela. Um, she used to go by Mimi Kincaid. Interesting. And uh, she was actually a dancer before she was an actress. And it's obviously quite, quite obvious. And yeah, uh, this movie, because she does that awesome dance sequence Amazing to the ba- dance. Uh, Bauhaus um, song. But yeah, so she... Um, she was in Roadhouse. She was in Breaking Two, Electric. Yeah, Breaking Two. I know. And she's also in. Remember that movie from the eighties? Girls just want to have fun no. with Sarah Sarah Jessica oh, Parker. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I I remember watching that movie a lot. Um. So she is also she plays Angela in all three movies. And um, she was also in a couple episodes of Knight Rider and Golden Girls. And her fucking aunt is Blanche. Yeah. In real life. Yep. Blanche. Blanche was the favorite Rue McClanahan or whatever it is. Yeah, Rue McClanahan. Blanche was the best Yeah, she's fantastic. She was the slut bag. Yeah. Yep. And apparently she came to the set of Night of the Demons to visit her. Everyone loved the slut bag. Yeah, she was the best. Um, Yeah, Amelia Kincaid actually has had a really interesting career, I think. Um, Like Yasmina said, she's like a professional jazz dancer and choreographer. She apparently... Uh, toured with Donna Summer. Oh, yeah, cool. and That's she awesome. appeared. She's been in a bunch of music videos. Yeah, she was in videos by the Stray Cats. She was in a share music video. The Scorpions. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yar- Yarborough like, and Peoples and Sheena Easton too. Yeah, it made me think of uh, when I read that she was in the Scorpions video. Like I was like, think- it made me think of the White Snake video with Tony. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. On the top of that like, car. Yeah, on top of the white car. Sexy. But yeah, the most interesting thing about her though is that she's a fucking pet psychic. 
Did you read what that? What <laughs> Like, is that even real? Everyone um, is so I guess bizarre. it's real. I guess this is real. Um, I've heard of it. Like, people communicating with animals. But, like, and you don't believe it. Do she's you? an animal communicator and self-proclaimed Well, I'm psychic. very skeptical. I'm, like, the most skeptical person you'll ever meet. I That's won't believe I... it until I see it. But, but do you believe that we can read human minds? Because if you no. believe we can read pet minds, but you don't believe we can read human minds... I don't believe... Shit. Okay, good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope you I, don't believe it. I would honestly like I if I if it was like proven to me like yeah. to, in oh. front of my face, well, of course, then yeah. yes, of course. But she actually like wrote a book. The about convenient it. part is you can't prove that. Like your cat said, all right. Now you'll never be able to ask him this yourself, but your fucking cat said it. And like, <laughs> how do you prove it though? Like, I, you, you know what's you funny know? was when I was like reading about this, I was questioning if she was trying to communicate what my cat was telling me, it would just be like, mm, give me food. I just want right? some food. Like, yeah. yeah. Basic. I know. I well, honestly, like, I, I'm not sure, but she wrote a book about how, like, to teach how to communicate with your with your pets. Yeah, because, like, I, honestly, I, I feel like yeah. the, the, the title Pet Psychic is, like, in quotations. Like, I don't know that it's she's like actually like, yeah, she's not like, I, your pet is telling me that he's sick of the letterbox <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more like because trees, pets, I hate them. animals communicate in with physical like motions, they communicate with they sounds yeah, and stuff like that. So she just, I guess, is like probably an expert in body language and like how animal, like animal dog body trainers do that and yeah i was gonna say like isn't that kind trainer. of like how like human psychics like also operate like yeah, they're just yeah. really really good at picking up on your shit yeah yeah like well just, they like, they often will just sort of yeah like go along with something there actually is like a specific technique that it's called and i can't remember i was talking about it the other day and i can't remember what it's called but they just sort of pick up on one thing and they read your body language and they sort how of you, like, like yeah, how are you reacting? And yeah. they're, they're, they're pro at it. And then they sort of end up eliciting some sort of a reaction from you. But a pet psychic on the other hand, or pet communicator, I think you probably just would be an expert in, in, uh, you know, body language and, well, and the, animal behavior in general. The like, other thing is like every animal changes from like, like you might think, you know, cats, Yeah. but I've lived with my cat for 10 years. I know my cat better than you walking into my mm-hmm. apartment. And then yeah. like, so if they're like, oh, that means that I'm like, no, no, no. She and dogs have more she's... personality than cats. Yeah. And like, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, like I would totally read her book. Like I'm I not. I could probably do a whole episode just talking about yeah. this. Yeah. Because like, I'm so interested. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested too. I actually would seriously read her book. Like, I just, like, I'll give anything a chance. Like, I'm not, like, super judgmental. Like, yes, I'm skeptical. Like, but I do believe that, obviously, there's things that are unexplained. Of course. You know what I mean? There's Um, a lot of energy out there we don't know how to read, for sure. Yeah, I know. But, like, she's so good at it that she was invited to fucking Buckingham Palace. So like there's the obviously some merit to it then. Yeah. The queen, the queen is queen like coming of England. to Yeah, yeah. she's the like queen of England the queen wanted her to talk to her horses. Yeah. Her corgis. So oh. it was her it was her hunting horses too. It was the horses, yeah. I think, Prince yeah. Charles horses he she went to whisper to them or whatever. Oh, oh, the horse whisperer. Yeah, that that's nice. Movie. Oh, I don't know if I never saw heard it. of it. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, she also writes and paints children's books. Oh, oh that's cool. It. And uh, she is an illustrator as well. She studies life drawing. <gasps> She's like yeah, everything. And, um, She's everything. I know, She's and everything. I love. I love her p- 
possessed rendition of Angela. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love uh, creatures and demons, especially, and, like, slashers are, like, my favorite kind of horror movies. But, yeah, demons, it's just, like, the voice, the face, the teeth. Like, oh, my God. Everything, it, yeah. Everything just, about it, it is it, amazing. Like, it honestly, like, it melts my heart. It yeah. Really does. The heart. weight of my heart is demons. I feel like, yeah. too, I feel like, That's too, nice, that because yeah. she's, like, a dancer... <laughs> Um, because she's a dancer that she probably was really like it helped her performance being very physical like as the demon you know what i mean Mm -hmm. roger roger coors coors banquet it's probably better than coors light everything is i know what are you guys drinking i'm drinking keith's Vorsteiner. Oh, yes. Vorsteiner. That sounds delightful. I'm drinking St. Amboise Raspberry Ale. Actually, I was drinking it, but now it's empty. Uh-oh. You need a So refill. I think I need another one. I was like, mm, I'm only going to have one beer tonight. <laughs> I don't feel very well. <laughs> You're just like, uh, it's time for another yeah, one. Yeah, I think I need another one. Good. I uh, well, I've had the St. Ambroise um, Apricot. That one is good as well. That one is really, really, really good. Yeah, it's not too sweet, and that's why I like it. God, she's so cute. I know, Linnea Quigley Quigley, is so adorable. She's adorable. Uh, She's queen of the bees. Mm -hmm. And uh, most importantly, trash in Return of the Living Dead. And okay, let's just talk about how fantastic her body is in that movie. The fucking scene where she's she's like naked, fucking. Well, she has that killer workout video. Yes. Well, she is a vegetarian, now vegan, I guess. So um, she's always looked very skinny. Um, and, uh, yeah, she definitely, like, has taken care of herself. Like, when she first moved to L.A., she worked at Jack De- Jack LaLanne's health spa. I saw that! That is so I know. cool! Yeah, I wonder if she ever, I wonder if she ever fucking, uh, met him. Jack LaLanne? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, back, back then, I'm sure he actually hey guys, who's that? was running it. Jack LaLanne, he's, like... Oh, he, like, invented gyms. Oh. Yeah. In America. He opened the very first gym in California. Do you guys know that because America. you work for a gym? Or did you know I Just because I know that. Before. Like, and he's really, really good friends with Arnold as well. Like, and he's like... Oh, he's still alive. No, he no, died. He, yeah, oh, he passed yeah, away. He but died. he lived very, He was like 96 or something yeah. when he died. Spinach, probably drank spinach yeah. or something. No, yeah, he, he was he like... He created the Jacqueline juicer too. Yeah. I have one. Nice. No. It's good. Yeah, no, he was just like a huge like fitness health like... Uh, Cool man, yeah. Uh, role model, yeah. like cool. in the in the like forties and fifties, and he opened like the very first gym in America. Yeah, in, and he helped he helped to like change the health and fitness like yeah. industry into what it is. Today. Yeah, He's, and like, she worked those, at like, yeah. So she worked at his. Um, at his uh, health club, and um, a lot of uh, models and actresses like worked there with her. So then they were like, when they met her, they told her how pretty she was, and they offered, they just told her you should come to some auditions, and she started going to auditions, and that's how she started acting. Good for her. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. One of her earliest acting jobs on television was a commercial for close-up toothpaste. Apparently. Oh, I know. I, I read that too. I'd actually. like to see that because guess what. One love, get close up. Yeah, bitch, that's right. <laughs> I've stopped laughing. It's, it's, not, it's fun. not funny it's anymore. It's disturbing. To me. I'm over this. <laughs> stop it. I'll if, stop. If anyone ever is like stumped on like remembering a song for a commercial, oh just like seriously message our Instagram. Morgan oh, will be able to so definitely sing it for you. Um, so I know. But yeah, so uh, definitely like 
trash and return of living dead was um the most iconic role uh for me personally and um she originally like we talked about this in our return of living dead one year anniversary episode she originally was showing pubic hair when she was naked in that dance mm-hmm. scene but the producers like lost their shit so she shaved her snatch but, and then uh, but then she was really they shaved her yeah and then they were like yeah like yeah so she was really embarrassed and then so they made that crotch piece which um, is like you put her through all of that, yeah, and you slap a mold on More her, embarrassing. Know? It's like, so you go your from... Your pussy isn't pretty enough? We're going to yeah. slap a mold on it. Or that we can't, we can't have your fucking, your slit showing. Sorry. So now you have to sit in a chair with your legs spread so they can fucking make a prosthetic, like mold I it and shit. I would the shit out of a mold of my that pussy. That is... Oh, yeah. Fucking crazy. You can do that. Like, you can go to a place to get a mold of your vagina. You didn't know that? <laughs> How do you, how do I know that? And you don't. <laughs> oh, what a gift though. What yeah. a gift idea. Uh, and then yeah. you can, and like also like there's a place that will take a mold of your vagina and, and like make a chocolate thing out of it. Yeah. So like you could give a, a present to someone that's like your chocolate vagina. <laughs> well, that's gotta be expensive, right? I imagine that mold casting is. Oh is no! Cheap? I mean, it's just like what flour and water and like. I, I do don't it myself. Know, like, oh my god! Maybe don't, 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 don't. And then you burn yourself and then sue me. <laughs> she said that it would I be safe to so put men shoved inside my. I know. <laughs> you get a really, really bad yeast infection. Oh my <laughs> god! You I'd give it to you. I'd force you to take it. Take it now. Take that pussy. All right. Take it. There's probably kits and stuff you can buy I know there's like dick ones because then you can just like take a mold of like somebody's dick and then turn it into Mm -hmm. a silicone dildo like done it's easy to do yeah that's a great yeah this is a really great like animal whisperers and And, (laughs) pussy molds (laughs) why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to like take a mold of your pussy and then like give it as a gift to like a like a guy friend or your boyfriend like with like a fucking like a flashlight yeah so you're they're still fucking you yeah it's perfect that's good for sure. Not an ex, obviously, Megan. <laughs> Don't look at yeah. me like that. I'm like, be like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, she's anonymously mailed this. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. All right, anyways. Uh, well, um, we digress. Let's talk about some of the movies that Linnea has been in. Um, so uh, she was in Silent Night, Deadly Night. I love how she shows her boobs all the time, too. Like, she doesn't I'm give so a shit. Yeah, you know what all. was interesting about her um, reading a little bit deeper into it is that apparently. When she was, like, you know, um, public school age and in high school, she was insanely shy. Yeah, that's what she said. Like, yeah. so shy that she couldn't talk to people, she couldn't make eye contact, yeah. and it's like she went from that to, like, being confident in showing her body She actually uh, said that she enjoys, like, being, like, the queen of the bees, like, in horror movies because uh, most of the roles that she plays are, like, very, like, strong women, and she's not like that at all in real life. Like, she's, like, really, really shy and, like, really quiet. So interesting. But, um, yeah, so some other movies that she's in, uh, Creepazoids, Mm -hmm. which I watched uh, recently, Um, Graduation Day, it's a great trauma movie. I love the opening of that movie because any movie that starts with disco, I am in. Um, Also, uh, Sorority Babes and the Slimeball Bolorama. I thought it was okay. Creepazoids I thought was better. Uh, Sorority Babes is just like, the little creature sounds like Shaft. I I couldn't get into that. I just could not get into that. And that's all by the same director, David Dakotu. Yeah, and uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. I have not seen that, but she claims that the most fun that she had like working um, in movies was Return of the Living Dead and Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. That's cool. 
And well, I just, I still haven't seen it. It sounds like a lot of fun. The yeah. name itself, at, yeah. At images of it, and like, the it still looks awesome. images look like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Um, she's in name, Dead Heat obviously. with uh, Joe Piscopo. Yeah. <laughs> Love that fucking movie. Uh, she's also in Witch Trap and Pumpkinhead 2. Um, Dr. Alien. <laughs> Dr. Alien! <laughs> Me and Morgan tried to watch Dr. Alien a couple weeks ago because I've never seen it and we actually couldn't even find it on YouTube. Yeah, right? it's so it's so bad that you can't even find it. Oh, man. You know what is funny, though? My mom actually had a VHS copy of Dr. Alien. But she My fucking mother! Eh? I know. Like, why? That's not surprising to me. She likes aliens. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's sad that it's gone. about an alien who comes to Earth and then poses as a doctor? Did I just nail it? Yeah, no, Megan, I'm going to show I've you a photo. It. I don't know. Oh, right, right, it's like right. a giant blue, like, football head alien. It's actually like it looks like and the alien emoji. It's sparkly oh. and weird. It totally looks like the alien emoji. I'll find it for you. It's really is it weird. Like, is it like cone heads where, like, people don't even seem to notice that they're that different? Like, is it like that? <laughs> I like, know, this right? thing's walking around with a big old head? Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> a hey, what up, doctor? Um, I'm not sure that you could just overlook <laughs> this. <laughs> creature oh my <laughs> god that looks so cheesy. it's a big football head right what a cheese nerd and he's got like elf ears like and like this tiny little lips no, no, no. i know <laughs> <laughs> that's your sound effect for like a tiny lips <laughs> but it, like he's all sparkly and like yeah but that actually is yeah that's the creature well she's also in the giver with mark hamill i made megan watch that I oh love that movie. That was good. That was a good Some movie. Of them I don't enjoy uh, she's also in Jacko. I haven't seen Jacko, but it's like it always comes up on lists like all the fucking time. Um, so she's also um, the uh, the naked torso soul for Freddy's chest. Yeah. In Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four, and um, <laughs> no, she's not. Yeah, and we talked about this in the Return of the Living Dead episode yeah. because she got engaged on the I don't set of that movie. Yeah. So do you remember when like his chest? Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah, part. and then the part where like it's just like a naked like women's. Uh, body oh, like torso okay, like sliding okay. around no sorry i thought i thought you meant the one where all the heads are coming out oh yeah like no. the souls yeah, I was yeah. Like, why wouldn't they just use a man's chest but it's yeah, a different part. yeah and, actually um, the, there's an interesting uh piece of information about that uh her the husband that she met yeah they met they met on, on the of set of night of the demons the yeah. fun, when she was making the mold for her boobs yeah for, for her, the lipstick scene. yeah yeah. Which is fantastic. And then Steve they later Johnson. got engaged during the uh the yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah. I would love to have the name Mrs. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Mrs. because I'm so big. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, um she's also a singer and a guitar player. Um she has her all all girl band, The Skirts, and her bass player was actually in Cheech and Chong's Nice Dreams with her. They That's were cool. Both in nice that dreams. movie together. Never saw it. Um I've never seen Nice Dreams. I think I think I have is that the second one? It's I not only as good. I ever saw as, Up in Smoke. So I know I'm Up in Smoke sure. is the only it's one the that everybody knows. Um but yeah, her um uh, the band, the Skirts, got back together actually in 2003. <gasps> wow, that's so cool. Yeah, in 2003 for Monster Mania in uh, New Jersey. Um, she also, like in the 90s, like kind of wanted to take a break from acting, and she actually wanted to become a police officer with the LAPD. Really? And she passed the written test. Wow! But then, just like she just changed her mind, she then decided to just continue with acting. Really? Yeah. Wow! I couldn't imagine. Like, she's so like just. 
I don't she's know. very tiny. She's very small, but I mean, I, but the yeah. small ones are the ones you gotta watch yeah, out for. Yeah, totally. Yep. <laughs> Little people kill people. It's true. Very true. Uh, this is actually a very interesting thing about Linnea Quigley. Quentin Tarantino wanted her to audition for a small role in Reservoir Dogs, but her character was actually later removed from the script. Interesting. Here's, I always ask you guys about movie facts. And here's one. Here's another question I have for you. <laughs> if you're directing a film that you've written, Quentin Tarantino directs and writes all of his yeah. films. Mm-hmm. Why must one audition? Why can't you say, I've seen you in a million things. I fucking know that you'd be right for this part. What's with the, let's have an audition for you? Just to prove that you yeah, can yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. I guess. I would say I asked, I a lot of it out. probably just has to do with, like, formality. And, like, yeah, I was going to say, it's just right? the process yeah. that they have yeah. to go through. Yeah, I'm like, just, just, like, even if you know someone that's perfect for the job, they still have to get the job interview, even though you know right. you, they're probably going like, to get it anyways. Tarantino, like, they still have to do it for formality purposes. Right, like, Tarantino, as a lot of the directors who we've talked about throughout, like, our series picks the same group of actors, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, like, I wonder if Samuel L. Jackson auditions for every role, yeah, you're right, knowing, not. even yeah. knowing that, like, it was yeah, written when they, for him yeah. almost, yeah. Right? When they mm-hmm. keep reusing the same actors, I'm a, like, maybe it's different Like a read-through or that something, situation. but he yeah. pretty much has the fucking part. Yeah, yeah totally. pretty much. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. She is a vegan and a member of PETA and also wrote three books about just, like, being in, like, B-horror movies. So I haven't read any of them. on that note yeah Yeah. (laughs) but um this girl um judy who plays like the the nice girl the survivor girl her name is kathy powdwell i don't really know anything about her um we tried to do some research on her but she's just kind of like she's just been in dallas and um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. she was just in Dallas and one episode of Growing Pains. Um, the only interesting thing I could find about her was like the guy who played Jr. was actually her acting mentor, like growing up. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah, that is really cool. But yeah, like not not really much else. Uh, she, yeah, she was on Dallas for like four years, three years. She played Jr. Ewing's wife, so and she had she a came big back part when da- when they redid Dallas. Yeah, when it was like Jr.'s funeral episode in the second yeah. season of New Dallas. Um, she was on uh, like Murder She Wrote, and she was in Beverly Hills 90210 for some bit parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walker Texas Ranger, which nice. every single person has to be on. Say, apparently, so she's in Hollywood. done all the important stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. growing pains, like Yasmina oh, yeah. said, and that was. That's really it. <laughs> so now um, we're at the part in the movie where the demon has uh, worked its way into Angela and... Um, Suzanne. Suzanne. Uh, so yeah, like Angela and Suzanne have the demons in them and uh, they are still not changed yet. But uh, the part at the beginning of the movie, uh, Angela's cross earring is like... Um, up like a downside up and then when she becomes possessed the cross turns upside down oh that's a fun i like little details like that i know hey you know what i know this is a halloween episode that would be a stellar costume i have seen brides i actually like i have seen a really awesome cosplay of uh like because they did it's like kind of easy but yeah there was a horror convention that um happened this year and there was a night of the demons like reunion like cast like the ca- all the cast were there, oh, cool. and I think I saw a picture of a girl like dressed as Angela in the black uh, cool. wedding gown. Cool. Yeah, that I would know. be a really good costume. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Speaking of which, we should maybe like talk about what like what are you guys gonna be for Halloween? What do you want to be? Well, what kind of costumes you guys got? 
I have a costume planned. I hopefully will fit into it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to be... um, I've always, always been obsessed with Katana in Mortal Kombat. She's always been, like, my favorite character to play and Sub-Zero. So I'm going to go as Katana. Cool. What about you, Megan? Well, I gotta do, like, some couple things, some couple-y things. And I don't want to pack anything, right? So I'm flying to New York. What if I got, like, an apron and, like, a fake bum and wore it over top of my real bum and just went naked with an apron with a fake bum? But my real bum was under there. That would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) That was so random! (laughs) Done! Done! Done. Moving on, Morgan, what are you being? Well, Mm -hmm. my plan is to be... Orson Welles <laughs> in the Paul Masson vi- er, commercials, wine commercials, <laughs> in the Paul Masson wine commercials. So obviously if you guys Drunk. have been listening to our podcast this entire time that we've been a podcast, you've heard us mention drunk Orson Welles many <laughs> times. And if you have not seen this um, video, just go on YouTube and type in uh, Orson Welles wine commercial. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Your lives will be fulfilled. It will be so amazing. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Drunk Orson Welles. Yeah. Ma! Ma! It's fermented in the bottle. In the bottle. <laughs> what is... Do I, do I read my lines? <laughs> the best part is, awesome. like, you can drink as much as you fucking want. Oh, yeah. That's the point. I, that that is. Costume. It totally, totally. That's going to be amazing. I'm actually going to have wine spilled all down my front and everything. I just need Sweet. to find a small suit and mm-hmm. just fill it with pillows. Yeah. What you do you do with your face? It'll be good. Uh, well, I'm going to need a beer. Yeah, yeah. And, like, a, a white wig. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, Roger. Aladdin? Uh, yeah. No, he's, he's, a he's a pirate. pirate. Aladdin. <laughs> Funny. His sword. It is a very Arabic sword. Oh, <laughs> it is. And it's um, like kind of placed weird too. Yeah. Like, right over his crotch, dangling yeah. a little bit. Well, like his that. name is uh, Alvin Alexis. And he was in. This is funny that we're like talking about this again because we talked about it in the Lost Boys episode. The Wiz. He was in The Wiz. The worst fucking movie ever. Um, and he's also in a movie that I've never heard of, but I got like deep into the research and I was like, I, I actually really want to watch this movie. Uh, it's called The Brother from Another Planet. Yeah. And it's directed by John Sales and he wrote Piranha, like the original Piranha. Yeah. Um, Alligator, which I've heard of, but I've just never mm-hmm. seen. And he did the screenplay for The Howling. And, That's cool. Um, uh, the brother from another planet uh, has Joe Morton in it, who is the guy from Terminator 2 that holds the bomb. That's like... <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and uh, and Bill Cobbs, who is the old guy from People Under the Stairs. Oh, cool. Uh, so this guy that, uh, okay, one of my favorite characters in this movie actually is Stooge. Yeah. I just I love I love that he wears a pig nose. It just like yeah. it's so fitting with his personality. Yep. Um so his name is Hal Havens and he's in that show uh Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, I, yeah. I don't like The Walking Dead, no. so I'm never gonna watch Fear of the Walking no, Dead. No, but it's like the Walking Dead prequel apparently. Yeah. Kind of like, people like the events. People enjoy it. it. They yeah, do. it's like yeah, the events leading up it. to where the Walking Dead sort of takes off, where like the zombie apocalypse.
apocalypse has already happened. So I guess Fear of the Walking Dead is like oh the, when it starts the events to leading up to it. Yeah. Oh, cool! I yeah. haven't heard like a single thing about it. No, but my that's mom good watches that you're still it. Doing it. I don't. I don't watch the Walking Dead. I try, I think I tried up to like season three, and I was just like, that's mm-hmm. when I stopped. It's a lot of the same. Yeah, it's just, I could talk about Walking Dead long. Online. It's too long. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's also he's also in Witch Trap with Linnea Quigley. He's also with Linnea Quigley and Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolorama. And this is amazing. He's in the Beauty and the Beast TV show. What? Yeah, with Ron Perlman. What? That's amazing. That's that amazing. I just like, I still, I love that they made Ron Perlman look like a fucking cat. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. But they did. They really, really like, did. He already has that, those, that. Yeah, like, like the, he looks like the lion in the BBC Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Yeah. Like, totally. That except romantic, he walks. Yeah. <laughs> that was romantic. He walks. Oh, he man. walks in the sewers. Yep. Um. He was also on Mad TV for a couple seasons. Oh, nice. A couple seasons too. Eh? Yeah. He was like not one of the main players. I don't think, but yeah. he was in like multiple episodes, like one of the like kind of like secondary guys. Yeah, yeah. Um. And he was also on Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, and Depp. and Alvin uh, Alexis was also on Twenty One Jump Street. So there's that connection there. They, I don't know if they were in the same episode. Probably not. But they both were on it. <laughs> That car sounded like a, like a fart. That was <laughs> funny. Yeah. But like, what's his fucking costume? Uh, He's a pig. Yeah, I guess he just has a pig nose. But he has like an anarchy symbol on his shirt. Is I that like his like everyday his clothes? Clothes? Clock, guys. He's oh, a punk God. rock pig. That's so funny. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so uh, this guy, I want to talk about this guy, Billy Gallo. Oh, he's amazing. Yep. Okay, Ooh, so uh, I actually couldn't really find like that much information about him online. Yeah, he doesn't but even have a Wikipedia. Pretty fascinating. He was like a fucking 80s, like teen stud. Yeah. Like me and Morgan found some pictures of him from Teen Beat, Tiger ooh, Beat, ooh, like ooh, Big Bopper. Yeah. Like he has all, like all sorts of pictures online of him, like from all those 80s he's, girly he's magazines. He's got that jawline. He's got really, that, really. like the the badass, like denim jacket, like leather jacket. Pop collar like, shit, yeah. Fucking I want to look, look at him again right now because I feel like he almost has that. Rob Lowe-esque, like, dark hair, yeah, yeah. chiseled jaw. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, honestly, just, like, Google Billy, Ga- Billy Gallo, and, like, all the pictures of him from, like, Teen Beat will come up. It's yeah. amazing. Well, I think I think a lot of that, like, I was trying to figure out, like, how and why, because yeah. I assume that, right. like, Night of the Demons was not a huge, huge success when it came out, and that's probably not why he was in Teen Beat, but it was because he was on Who's the Boss, for th- like three years, he was a re- reoccurring main character oh. on Who's the Boss. He was in that so pretty that's woman why. too. Yeah, and uh, now he's just like a TV actor. Yeah, he's in Pretty Woman. Tons of soap operas and stuff. I think he was probably like a, a more minor oh, character in Pretty say, Woman. Yeah, but yeah, like Who's the Boss? Out. He was a main character. Like his IMDb said, nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety two. So he was on the series all the time. Yeah, I don't know if he played uh, like Alyssa Milano's boyfriend or like. Somebody. He definitely has else. that like that bad boy that, look. Yeah, especially like, Italian bad boy like kind of thing I know, going on with like the chair flipped like the opposite way. Remember, when, like people used to sit on chairs like that all the time in the eighties. Teachers used to do that when they were trying to be cool. Let's have some straight talk. Yeah, yeah I know. And they like, flip the flip yeah. chair over. <laughs> I'm cool, man. I'm cool, just like you. Yeah. I can relate. That's so funny. Oh, Lord. So we're at the scene where Angela is doing her wicked dance, her sexy dance. And I this love is awesome. this scene. And that song, Stigmata Martyr by Bajas, is fucking awesome. And I got to see that live. Yeah. I saw Bajas with Nine Inch Nails. How much more goth can you get? 
Mm. Like maybe if the cure played. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I love how in the eighties, like there's so many like butts. Yeah. In I mean, horror movies. Like her bum, she shows her bum. She's wearing a thong. Well, and like, yeah, that was like the signature look for uh, victims, like with short shorts. Yeah. In the 80s and stuff. So you don't really see that that much these days. I swear, I think that men should bring back like the crop top and short shorts oh like God. from Sleepaway Camp. And like, we have a friend actually, Cam. Is like on that train, and yeah. he was oh, like, Cam. "Yeah, like oh, he, his balls he, are dangling." I know, man, here. but like, I would love it if guys brought that back because, like, fashion yeah. when it comes to like what's being brought back, like '80s and '90s, like it's mostly just like women. Yeah, they're there. staying away from the things uh, in the '80s that were. I don't know. I guess I don't know. They embraced more like there was more like a like a unisex, unisex. kind of thing going on, like crop tops for women and men, yeah. short shorts for men and women. You know, women and men, mullets, all that stuff, like spandex. But that's just coming out of that era too, where like the seventies flower power, sixties sorry flower power shit. And, like, guys, that's when guys started having long hair. Remember, like, in yeah. the 50s, it was, like, super guys were men. And then in the 60s, guys started doing this long hair thing. So, yep. I think the natural progression was yeah. short shorts, like, feminine, right? Yeah. Like, like, more following that, like, fuck you, society. Yeah. Fuck your rules. Exactly. Now everyone cares too much what people think. Now yeah. everyone cares too much. And there's a lot of, like, those long shorts, like, a bunch of Yale students. Like, men look like Yale students now. They all wear these, like, yeah. long khaki Like, yuppie and, like, khaki shit. Yeah, yeah yuppie, yuppie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, in the 80s, like, there was the line between masculine and feminine, especially with, like, hair metal and stuff, that was so blurred. So like, fucking yeah. feminine. So much <laughs> on, look at makeup. Cinderella. The I band know. Cinderella. Like, the, they look like drag queens. Like, yeah. yeah. But at least they can write but good songs, though. One, that's That's true. just one band, even, to, like, Yeah, name. there yeah, were so many. Even just, like, the Poison, the cover, uh, which album is it by Poison, where they're C.C. DeVille's fucking creepy ass oh my god face. i can't even oh my god it. i know yeah. it's too much but but i love it at the same time like honestly that's why i love that band um steel panther steel panther yeah, yeah i i do enjoy them yeah so angela just um bit off stooge's tongue and uh spit she's it out. cut really big gums i know <laughs> yeah they're they're massive um so the other girl um uh, of the friends, Helen. Um, her name is Allison Barron, and she's in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. That's cool. Uh, she's just the girl on the bus, though. She wasn't like a prominent character or anything right. like that. But her and and uh, Linnea are both in a movie called Blood Nasty. I've never seen it. Um, but something interesting is her sister is uh, Dana Barron, who is Audrey. Griswold in National Lampoon's oh, Vacation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really neat. <laughs> like vacation. the sister in the first, yeah, in National in Lampoon's one. Vacation. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so this scene here with here fucking Linnea Quigley, like, with the lipstick heart all makeup. over her face. She's, oh my god, I love this. I know. This is like, pretty this much is, everyone knows this scene. I was going to say, this is the it's, scene. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. it's just, who writes this? Like, who... It's great. This fucking guy who believes in ghost pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you see it, and she just like, I'm just gonna show oh, my don't. boobs. There you go. This is the this is the single greatest scene in horror horror cinema. And but you know what this also reminds me of that one movie Gothic with the nipple eyeballs. Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> that fucking movie blew that shit blew my mind. That's the only 
only good scene in that movie <laughs> is when, like, the girl, she takes her shirt off and her nipples are eyeballs. Yeah. Oh, and it's silly. like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. put this lipstick right, right in my there. Boob. Lipstick tit. Oh, that, yeah. that hurts to watch. Oh, and she keeps going. Oh, that hurts. Gone. Goodbye. They actually did a really good job with the prosthetic, though, because, like, when she takes her finger out, yeah. like, it looks like... There's no hole there. It, just it looks completely like a normal nipple. Yeah, and they it completely put that shuts over back. top of her already huge tit. Yeah, and it doesn't even look like there's a huge tit underneath no. her fake huge tit. It's fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, that that particular. Maybe that's why she married really him. The guy exactly. who did the special effects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Suck his D. Yeah. S is D. That's S right. S is D. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like uh, Zach Galligan, like from uh, Gremlins. Yeah, he yes. does actually. And totally. Totally. Yeah, he totally looks like And him. he looks like that guy from Shooter McGavin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I know we'll I'd prob- live in Hull House. Fuck yeah. I know we'll probably talk about this a little bit later, but this, the house, like Hull House itself, reminds me of the spooky house in the new It. Actually, uh, that's funny because I was doing some research on the new It, and uh, I think... There, somebody else made that correlation yeah, too. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Also, Exodus sticker. I Sweet know. man. Yeah, that's a good album too. Are we going to talk about the band, Hall House? Oh, I, uh, I tried to find some information on them. Like, So there is a band yeah. called Hull House. Yeah. And like when I was doing my research, it said that they were like a thrash metal band. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I tried to look them up and I couldn't really find Same. like anything. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there is a band called Hull House. Yeah. Somewhere out there Which in the Which is internet. cool. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. neat. Well, right. a long time ago, counts. I started a band with your Mercedes, your sister, yeah. called Night of the Demons. Oh, no we shit! Started, yeah, we like used to play shows. Um, I played guitar and she sang, and we were like a hardcore band. Yeah, and like <laughs> we were like, fuck it. it. Let's like call our band Night of the Demons, because this movie's amazing. And <laughs> all it, was, of, it was fun. It all was of fun. the songs were like... Uh, horror movie themed like yeah. one was called Haddonfield yeah. one was called like I don't know I can't remember some of the other I titles. can't even remember it was so long ago yeah but we it always was, talk it was about sweet. having like a reunion show but like one of the guys like two of the guys don't live in London anymore and another guy got married and has kids so well I'll play guitar for your reunion alright cool I'm down so this part's awesome too because I love how she shows her her hairy snatch See, that's what she wanted to do for fucking Return of the Living Dead, and they were like, Yeah. Can't do that. Also, like, (laughs) her makeup is so amazing. I know. Like, it's like, uh, if I was him, I'd be like, Can you, like, at least, like, take that shit off your face first? You look crazy. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Put a bag over your head. Yeah, like, he's literally, he's fucking a clown right now, and he's, like, okay with it, I guess. Stop looking at me! (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Stop Stop looking looking at me! Apparently she had to come in like a several Ooh! times. She had to come in several times to practice eye gouging. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Practice stabbing those thumbs in the eyes. Oh, like that the the um that scene where she's popping his eyes out, like it sprays. Yeah. I know. Like that's awesome. fucking nasty. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. It's awesome. Well, this girl, um, who's having sex in the coffin, she's got like perfect perky tits. That's yep. pretty nice. Uh, her name, uh, well, her name is Franny in, uh, in Night of the Demons, but uh, her real name is uh, Jill um, Tereshita. And uh, the only other movie that I know of that she was in was Sleepaway Camp 3, but she's actually a stunt woman. That's cool. Good for her. I know. Hell yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, but she's got like perfect tits. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and like gorgeous long hair. Yeah. Like See, and you know what? If I was gonna do her as a costume, I would get a mouthpiece and yeah. I would just demon her. That would be really fucking awesome. That would be a fantastic costume. Because those mouthpieces, you get them at the fucking dollar store at like Halloween shops yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, there's a couple pin companies that make uh, pins uh, from this movie and uh, Psychedelic Company and uh, Demonic Pinfestation have Night of the Demons pins. So you should look them up. Like they each have like um, one of them, I think Demonic Pinfestation has an Angela and a Suzanne button and a Psychedelic Company have a Suzanne and a Stooge button. (gasps) And obviously it's like Suzanne with the makeup like on her face like, how's my makeup? (laughs) So interesting stuff about the actual release of this film um it was actually picked up for theatrical release by paragon arts international um and instead of doing a nationwide release they thought it would be better to do it regionally like region by region at a time yeah um and the film actually debuted in the detroit market uh on september the 9th of 1988 and then went through the country uh, until June 1989 and grossed a total of $3.1 million. Um, and there have been some experts that have like extrapolated the information there. And if the film had actually opened nationwide and earned the same types of numbers that it did in Detroit for its opening weekend, it was projected to have earned $13 million, oh. which means that it would have actually been one of the top grossing horror films of the entire decade. Oh. Aww. Yeah, and just because, yeah, just because it was like a smaller release and they decided to do it more like, you know, region by region, it didn't actually, but it, it could have. And I mean, I, it has like a a great cult following and reputation, obviously the movie, lots of people like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, wait, speaking of, speaking of whatever you're talking about, um, (laughs) I found, I have to read. One of the funniest reviews because it got a lot of bad reviews. I know you're saying that it would have done really well. Yeah, I know. So I like it got a lot of terrible reviews. Yeah, I like it. My favorite bad review that I saw was Night of the Demons is stupid. Continues. <laughs> 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 it is sexist. At 89 minutes, it feels unforgivingly long. I was like, <laughs> Night of the Demons is stupid. I love I love bad stupid. reviews. Oh, they make me laugh. It's stupid. It feels unforgivably long. Come on. Yeah. I just want to know, like, what kind of people, like, trolls, who, like, go out of their way to write bad reviews like that. You know what I mean? What do you think is a good movie, then? Yeah, like, it's like, you're watching Night of the Demons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people like that are the the people who, like, only like movies like Deliverance. Or, like, do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, but that's... I should message him and tell him to watch Witch Trap. Yeah, it needs to be an artistic statement. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Like, what is the, like, political social commentary that we're, like, <laughs> trying to, like, talk about here? Demons are real. <laughs> they fucking are. Yeah. And they're women. Well, uh, I just watched... Night of the Demons 2 the other day. Um, yeah. I've seen I've seen the sequels before, but like I rewatched part two the other day, and um, it's not great. Uh, <laughs> it's, honestly, like, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, the third one is even worse. Um, but the second one is uh, came out in '94, so much much later yeah. after this after yeah. the first one, and it was uh, directed by uh, Brian uh, Trenchard Smith, and he also directed Dead End Driving. Okay. So he's an Australian director, okay. and he also did Leprechaun 3 and 4. 
Those Amazing. Were the best, those were the good ones. Yeah. Well, I the couldn't. I actually ever. couldn't finish four. I tried yeah. to. I just couldn't do it. I was by myself, so maybe if we were Wait, hanging out drinking uh, in space, like leprechaun, oh, leprechaun in space. Leprechaun. Yeah. I was like, I can't do it. Um, but uh, the second one, Night of the Demons, um, was also written by Joe Augustine, and Christine Taylor is in it. Ben Stiller's wife. Oh, cool. And she plays a mean bitch just like how she is in the craft. Reese's Pieces of Bleach Blonde shit. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way he's actually married to her. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that? They've been married for like ever. Yeah. Because she's in, she's in Zoolander. She's yeah. his girlfriend in Zoolander. Yeah, they're yeah. married. Yeah. I just Megan's, blew Megan's mind, mind is just uh-huh. exploding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they're married. And, um, but the funny thing about, like, Night of the Demons, like, part two and three is that they reused the scenes from, like, the first one when Angela is, like, floating in the hallway. Because when I was watching it and that scene came up, I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure that's, that's exactly from the, the first same. one. Um, but there's also a lipstick scene oh. in part two. Um, it's uh, not the same. It doesn't go in a boob or anything, but the lipstick becomes this weird slug thing that comes cool. out of the, the tube and that's it like neat. chokes. It, it goes up a girl's legs. Like it's actually kind of like Evil Dead. So mm. how the twigs like but go maybe. into her, into her snatch. Uh, it's like the lipstick tube turns into this weird like slug thing and it crawls into the girl's vagina and possesses her and um there's also an angela dance scene but it's really weird because it's to morbid angel what what yeah. song <laughs> i have no idea let me let me look it up for you, you i don't like know you really need to know fucking funny i know uh, yeah like, but, morbid it's, angel? but it's weird though because it's like death metal yeah she's, it's like trying sexy. to dance all sexy and he's like <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's not it's sexy like at it's all. morbid angel it's really fucking oh weird. my god that is fucking hilarious i know we saw morbid angel oh yeah i know some of those guys they're cool also as bad as the second and third movie are i still want to say that i feel like the covers of both are still really iconic i love the covers of part two and three actually both of them are great probably the only like amazing thing about them yeah but yes the covers like i love angela's face in part two and part three the cover like the one she's like eating like the eyeball on the cocktail stick yeah Yeah. and then the other other one she has like the cocktail drink and she's like (laughs) 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 i would totally go to angela's party fuck yeah but night of the demons three is is even it's the worst one one for sure i've it's never bad. seen it well, it's bad i was reading a lot of reviews about that one as well and they said they they say that their biggest fault was moving from horror genre into like comedy yeah like number three is just like, like it's, it's like dark bad. it's a it's humor it's just, yeah. it's just comedy so they said like yeah. a lot of people going in expecting whatever i know like, yeah. well that one came out in 97 and it was directed by jim kaufman but that one was also written by kevin tenney but then afterwards okay so what happened was that he actually wrote the, the screenplay like the script and then um he admit that the script to him written really well but then it just didn't turn out that the movie was good yeah. it didn't and translate then, yeah well. so he expresses yeah. that he doesn't like it like at all yeah but that's yeah. not necessarily his fault like a director once you take a script it's the director that is going to be taking it from there that's why like right? I, I understand why directors choose to write as exactly, well totally. yeah it's like if you're gonna write something you you're gonna want to direct it if you want it to be exactly the way that you like uh, imagine yeah. it right it's just a lot more work yeah but yeah. yeah um 
Well, I mean, that's what happens with a lot of movies that we watch, like, with that Alan Smithy pseudonym, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, they right. they they directed something, and then, like, they want to denounce it and, like, use the fake name mm-hmm. and this and that, but they were like, but I wrote it, and the screenplay was really good, but, you know, um, so that's what happens, that's what happened with uh, part three, but I definitely don't remember hating the remake. Yeah, no, I, I think, like, I actually, I was, I was planning on rewatching it before we recorded this, but I just didn't have enough time, um, but I think I might still... Yeah, really I'd like it. I'd like to watch it, and I'm yeah. pretty sure did we watch it? We did. Did we watch we it together? It. Yeah. We did watch it together. Okay, yeah, because I do remember. Do you guys and, remember if it's scene by scene, like that kind of remake? Ah, uh, no. Like Cabin Fever? No, 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 no. It's okay. not like word word for word okay. or anything like that. No, but it's uh, uh it, it is like yeah, slightly different. Like Angela uh, dances with a girl as a co- like as opposed to like a guy. Oh, okay. And then I think like Edward Furlong's character, like, is he like a like investigator or cop I don't or something. Remember. Because there, yeah, there's nobody investigating this shit. Yeah, but that's when he started kind of losing it. Mm. Like his appearance, like started to like deteriorate at that point because he was still fucking hot in Detroit Rock City. Stop it, gorgeous. I know, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Well, um, Scream Factory released uh, Night of the Demons on Blu-ray in 2014. It includes commentary and the making of, and it actually has a fucking sweet poster by Nathan Thomas Milliner. And if you just look up this guy's name, he's done a lot of artwork for a lot of the Scream Factory Blu-ray releases. For sure, definitely. And, um, well, they're on the roof. They're fighting on the roof. This is when her makeup's, like, at best point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Holy yikes! That would have been fun as a stunt to fall off the, yeah. the roof there. Yeah. So um, also, uh, Lunaris oh, Records. They they're kind of like waxwork records. Like they release horror soundtracks. Like they release the Troll Two soundtrack, and like the actual vinyl is like green. That's fucking um, awesome. Uh, they have uh, they have a Night of the Demons shirt. And the artwork is by Devin Whitehead, who is the guy that did the artwork for mm-hmm. your Cavity Colors Near Dark shirt yep. and my Ghoulies yeah, Cavity awesome. Colors shirt. So he does a lot of work for um, Cavity Colors, and he did the uh, the Night of the Demons artwork for uh, the Lun- Lunaris Records shirt, and it's pretty fucking rad. That's fucking really cool. Mm-hmm. What about deleted scenes? Did you guys, do you have, like, stuff about all the stuff that was actually cut from the movie? No. Okay, so apparently... Um, there is an unrated version that was available on the on uh, VHS and DVD in the US and apparently yeah. originally the film had more of an X rating and there were a number of scenes that were cut so that the theatrical rating could go from X to R. How the fuck is it an X rating? I know, right? Is X rated still a thing? Yeah. Does that it still is. exist? Yeah. Because I mean there's already been pussy and tits in this movie. Yeah. There's blood, there's gore. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this is the is the theatrical or not, but like when when they were gonna put it in the theaters, there were a bunch of scenes that had to be cut from because apparently the original cut was X and they needed to Juicy. make it to R. So there's a scene where Angela bites off Suja's tongue. It's a few seconds longer and there's a bit more blood. Right. Mm-hmm. That was cut. Uh, when Suzanne gouges out Jay's eyes, the shot lingers slightly longer, exposing more gore. So it's just like extra right, stuff. The right. MPAA just used to like rape fucking horror movies. Totally. In the like honestly, like they used to just like cut so much awesome things. Like even just like in Friday 13th Part 5, the girl with the, the punk rock girl that does like the awesome dance, she was originally supposed to be stabbed in the pussy. That's and there was like, they, they shot it. And like, there's a picture of her with That's the prosthetic, cool. like in her, in her, uh, snatch and yeah. they, like, yeah, we'll never see it. 
Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, uh, so in the convenience store scene at the beginning of the unrated version, Linnea Quigley's character asks the two male clerks if they have sour balls. Why'd that have to get cut out? In the R-rated yeah. version, she just walked by them. What about that? I know, so uh, sour balls apparently is bad. Uh, in the unrated version, the party scene is a little longer with more um, exposition, so when they're partying, I guess, like, the girls are, like, pulling their skirts up and stuff and cool. showing their snatches and whatever. Uh, there's substantially more shots of Angela floating through the hallway, which, I don't know, witchcraft, ooh, <laughs> I don't know, it's Halloween, <laughs> and for reasons still Life's unknown, a better, a board. <laughs> the giant demon head that appears over Hull House at the end of the film has animated glowing red eyes in the unrated version, but does not in the R-rated version. Who cares? Okay. Weird. It's like such Who a cares? minor thing. Yeah. And this one, I'm like, I don't even remember this. The close-up shot of the razor blade ripping from the old man's throat is slightly extended with more gore. Additional scenes cut from the R-rated version for content or running time. Or running time. Yeah. Okay, so maybe some of those were running time. Like yeah. the sour balls and stuff. Maybe yeah. Maybe it was just, it didn't need to be there. Totally. But like, all in all, <laughs> it went from X to R so that they could play it in the theater, I guess. But like, what? Like two more seconds of like eyeball squirt makes Yeah, they it- used to be really fucking finicky with sh- with shit like that back then like it was like you can only see blood for like two seconds at a time yeah. and blah 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 yeah. like and like some of the blood they butchered so many of those movies yeah yep. like it's even like bad. in the um the friday 13th like documentary uh crystal lake memories and like the never sleep again they talk about all that stuff like yeah. they're just like the mpaa like butchered her fucking movie like for a third time like they had to re re like have to keep resubmitting their movie and like they would just cut it again oh cut it God. again but yeah, well, that that old man, um, uh, the old couple actually in this movie at yeah. the very end of the movie, uh, the old woman uh, was in a Tales from the Dark Side episode, That's cool. and the old man. I've brought this up like Ugh. three times in the like the last like three episodes. That werewolf TV show that was like one season in 1987, and like I've never seen it, and it keeps like I've never even heard of it like before I started this podcast, and it keeps like popping up. In my research, when we're doing our episodes, and I'm just like, it's I just, need to watch it's just this movie. called Werewolf. It's just called Werewolf. It was a TV show that only ran for one season in '87, '88. And there's another actor uh, from, uh, I think I want to say, like in the Lost Boys episode, uh, because I remember like talking yeah. about it, like in a very recent episode. I'm just like, damn it, like that show keeps coming up. Mm. The cover looks really cool too. Mm. But yeah, one of these oh. days I'll find it maybe. <gasps> No, Morgan's Morgan. looking it up right no, now. You don't. You don't know. Oh, it. it looks interesting though. No, I think I know this. I think I know the show. I don't. I love the cover. Yeah, I don't know the song though. Don't worry. Ah! <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm like I'm gonna go a little off topic here, but I there's um some sort of like a vampire or werewolf or gargoyle um theme song that i i have in my head and i can't i don't know what it's from and i've been searching for years so maybe this is what it is oh that i want to watch it this brian thompson brian thompson is in everything oh yeah brian thompson he is, is like x files uh yeah he's the bad guy in cobra he's in, he's in terminator he's in TV show yeah he's, yeah he's in terminator he's yeah like he's actually the, the other punk rock guy with bill paxton yeah i know that guy is in everything like he is basically gets jobs because of his face yeah he's, he's, got he's in he's, he's like in the yeah. martini rancher video for reach oh yeah that's awesome <laughs> oh my god he was in Dragonheart. oh yeah dragon heart oh, is that I'm... with sean connery yes yes oh it was such a good movie sean and, and fright night 
Yeah, I know. That guy's in everything. It's crazy. Anyways. That's funny. Again, we digress. Well, um, so since this is like kind of like a Halloween episode, uh, we're going to talk about some Halloween movies. And yeah, um, I like movies. Uh, we like movies. And we like Halloween. And uh, one of the big ones for me and Morgan is definitely Halloween 3. Oh my fucking God. Season Let me of just, the Witch. I got a few paragraphs on this. That was fucking weird. I am, as all as we get closer to Halloween, it's like social media is blowing up with pictures. I know. The third installment. Because they're the best. You posted a picture of, like, one of the posters. Uh, there is so an event that's happening somewhere, and that's that the, that was, like, the poster for the yeah. event. Oh, that was yeah, it was a fucking poster. sweet poster. Well, it's a sweet fucking movie, It's crazy, yeah. because, like, I get that back in back at that time, everybody was like, Mike Myers, me, 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 me. I was one of those people. I definitely, like, I was one of those people that was like, I refuse to watch it because it has nothing to do with Michael Myers, blah, blah, blah. And then after I watched it, I was like... Uh, wow. Yeah, like, like... My mind is blown. As a standalone movie, I think it's really good. Like, yeah, a lot of people have said that, like, Halloween 3 is terrible and it makes no sense and often is referred to as one of the worst of the series, obviously, because they initially... They just need to take it out of the series. Yeah. And make it its own Yeah, thing. but that's what it... I mean, I guess apparently Halloween was supposed to be, like, each installment yeah. was supposed, supposed to be a, a different, different story movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I, I personally love the movie because it's the outcast of the series rather than the fact that it like kind of just conforms with everything and the prem like the the idea is so over the top that to me it's just fantastic um like the plot's ridiculous and kind of like morbid and sinister like they're like killing like children for like the druid yeah. gods and stuff just, like, like for I witchcraft love that just like yeah. bugs and shit like yeah. come out of their faces and they like, like yeah. implode they like crumble in yeah, yeah. Oh, it's and fucking the, hilarious the fact that it ends like on an unhappy note too I think is probably one of like the best parts of it because it's like at the end if you remember where they're like oh no we have to stop the commercial but like they don't it's already aired and so it's like well everybody died then cool that's yeah, great that's so and sweet. that never happens in movies you always get like the bullshit Hollywood ending so I think that is probably one of the best parts of it and also the fact that Tom Atkins is the ugliest leading man of all time <laughs> I'm sorry I cannot believe that he would seduce he could seduce all the people in the movie like and be like try to be like he's just he's not sexy he's a womanizer too he's like it's sexy. like they just completely ignore that like he has like a like children and like a wife yeah. back home and he's just like fucking this girl yeah. and like he's too busy to help with home life because he's a doctor but he can help this like slut that he yeah. just met but he's the like other he's got to go and investigate the the fucking mask company I know and then like he cheats on his wife and stuff and he's like kind of kind of like a stud like that in the fog oh, too oh man in hollywood i know oh, and like, he's so not sexy he's yeah, like somebody's sexy. frumpy old grandpa I know. Yeah. he's not sexy yeah. at all and i actually totally forgot that he's also in creep show at the very the yeah. beginning and yeah. the installment oh yeah he looks he's, weird with no mustache i don't i yeah, yeah, I mean, he but that's so funny cuz he plays a fucking asshole as I know. Well. Like he's yeah. just not a good. He's not a good person. I, I feel like <laughs> that's like funny. Yeah. And plus, uh, plus Dick Warlock. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dick Warlock. I actually laughed really hard earlier at that. That fucking name. I know. Name. Me and Morgan were talking about like, oh, what Halloween movies are you going to talk about? And we're like, obviously, we're going to talk about Halloween 3. Because we did Halloween 3 for our Halloween episode last year. Yeah. And we uh, talked about Dick Warlock. And then I brought it up today and she like forgot about it. She actually just said... Like, I was talking about Halloween 3 and how Tom Atkins is so ugly, and she's just like, Dick Warlock! And I'm so Like, what a fucking crazy name! Holy shit, I fucking forgot about that. I know. um, Like, he's got a crazy IMDb list. Like, he's a stuntman. And um, has acted in, like, a few things, too, but he's, like, mainly a stuntman. But, yeah, fucking, what an absurd name. Like, it's crazy. But he's also, he's Michael Myers in part two. Oh, yeah yeah and he plays an assassin in number three apparently yeah. but yeah like halloween three it's it's fun i like to try to watch it every year yeah for like maybe the last same five or so years i've and i mean i've seen it many times before that but i try to make it like an a tradition one other thing that i, I find interesting about halloween three is that like aside from the ridiculousness of ha- the plot itself i think that the subtext of the film um, is an interesting commentary on like consumerism. Yeah, it's very and they live. The over commercialization yeah, of Holly or of, of a Halloween, sorry, yeah. and like larger corporations, which I think now makes more sense and is more relevant than even back then. Yeah. So even like the guys with the suits are totally like they live. Yeah, yeah totally. So I think sure. that's why it has like an enduring quality that maybe other movies that kind of were like meh. Yeah. Like, that didn't stand the test of time. Like, it has its merits as a standalone film for for many reasons, that included. For sure. It's a good one. Definitely. Uh, I also have on my list uh, Tales of Halloween. Mm -hmm. Just like any other anthology, though, there's always going to be, like, good ones and bad ones. The one that sucks. There's, like, there's a couple really bad ones. But, um... The, uh, then there's, there's, <laughs> then there's trick or treat, trick or treat, and trick, trick or, or treats. treats. <laughs> so, Don't trick or treat. I know, okay, so trick or treat, the one with Sammy Kerr. I just watched that for the first time, like, this year. Uh, the guy who plays Sammy Kerr, his name is Tony Fields, and he was, um, also one of the zombies in Thriller, the Michael Jackson thriller, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Wait, actually, well, he was in Captain EO, wasn't he? And that's why we started watching it. Oh. I can't believe how bad Captain EO was. Oh my like, God. it's so weird. It's like Michael Jackson, and he's, like, talking to puppets, and he's... It's yeah, but, like, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. Fucking Captain EO. What a weird movie. Um, but, yeah, so... But he... Was in an episode of Werewolf too. What? Yeah, oh my that, God. that show, Werewolf. Um, but yeah, so this is actually kind of interesting. When I I've always heard of Trick or Treat, but I've just I never watched it till this year, and I always assumed that Sammy Kerr was Blackie Lawless because yeah. he just looks like him. Yeah. And and then I was reading about it, and Blackie Lawless actually auditioned for Sammy, and he said that he would write all the songs for the movie, but then when the director told him that he already hired the band Fastway to write the music, and he had to, like, lip-sync over the songs, Blackie Lawless was like, I'm not fucking singing, like, lip-syncing over some other guy's songs. Like, I can write better songs, so I'm out. Yeah. And then Gene Simmons was actually offered the role of Sammy, but he turned it down and just wanted to do a cameo instead. And Ozzy has the cameo in it as well where he like plays like a regular guy yeah who's like who's like um judging like heavy metal and stuff like that like on on tv so trick our treat um the michael doherty movie with um with sam which is funny because like 
the the kid's name is Sam yeah, as that's well. Yeah, kind of weird. Actually, uh, I'm still we're still waiting for a sequel. I'm yeah, not like they keep talking, talking about, about it, yeah. but I don't know what's happening. I watched it again the other day. It's still a fantastic fucking movie. I watched so that good right after From Hell. And see, I don't do like my traditional holiday films are all funny kids. Like I don't do like super scary. Like on my list, it's like. I do creep show every year and like I do hocus pocus every year and I mm-hmm. do trick or treat because like yeah. they're funny movies. Yeah. Like Ernest Scared Stupid. Those are the ones that I do religiously every year. Yeah. I don't really because we watch horror movies all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But I don't watch Ernest Scared Stupid all the time because I'm 31 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and fun fact about that movie is they reused the masks from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, because they're big, like they got big floppy yeah eyes. noses. Yeah, yeah, like they're the that's same faces. Really funny. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, they're that's the same awesome. fucking faces. Um, well, something kind of cool. The Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando this year has a trick or treat scare zone. Ah, that's so cool. that would, and then like cool. and then they made like Michael Doherty made all those like shorts like thirty second shorts yeah. of Sam of Sam like with different holidays and stuff yeah. like that. I haven't watched them yet, but Trick or Treats is oh a my slasher god, that movie. one is fucking weird. I ha- okay, I actually. Tried to watch it and um i started it and i was like what is happening and then morgan came over and i'm like you need to watch this scene so the beginning of her treats there's like a man who is like sentenced to like the mental institution but the men that come to his house to like take him there he's like fighting against them because oh, he doesn't want to go it and it goes on is for like 10 minutes absurd. like he's like no no, no, like around the pool no, in his no, backyard yeah. and then he like he manages to get away and climbs a tree and then they have to like chase him and like off this tree and he's like no 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 it's fucking absurd right like it's like insane like it just kept going on and on and on and i was like wow one of these days i'll finish the movie but i just thought that was not like, this glorious. day i was like oh my god that is so fucking funny but um i'm a big fan of rocktober blood because i love the it's fucking good. It's music good. it's I a good love, one it's not really like Halloween, but I guess like the word Rocktober, October. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan of uh, of that movie. Sure. Like that song, I'm back. And then even just like, is that the song that he's like? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, and uh, I just recently, for the very first time ever, watched Slugs. Cool. Oh, it I is, tried because it takes place like it's during slow Halloween. Moving though, like yeah, but it's it, awesome. I quit. Though. I should have kept with it. I quit before it got good. Uh, it was like twenty minutes to watch in it. almost, and I was like, dude, seriously, uh, the fucking special effects in that movie are so good. Like, there's one part where like a guy and a girl, like after they're done having sex, and the slugs are all over the floor, and the girl falls on all of them, and they're like going in her Sweet. skin and stuff, cool. and like the guy tries to escape. He's like, fuck this bitch, and he tries to like go out the window, but he slides and he falls on them, and then even like. The scene in the restaurant they're like in a fancy fucking rich people restaurant and uh he cool. barfs out a slug <laughs> and then like everyone's like appalled they're like oh why like a slug it's, it's it's awesome actually but for like non-horror though like yeah for like i always do my ritual like uh kids like halloween movies like obviously hocus pocus everyone is fucking losing their shit about the remake right now yeah. because it doesn't have the original cast and it's like it, i'm sorry okay i Obviously, we've talked about remakes before, and um, I'm we're like on the fence. Like some of them are better than the originals. It depends um, how well it's written and how yeah. well the acting is. But like Hocus Pocus is like definitely one of those movies that is perfect 
Perfect. You don't need to fucking remake it. Just make a new However, Halloween movie. But you know what? That's that's what they did with Ghostbusters, right? The original Ghostbusters. And was it was perfect. Aw- and then yeah. the remake was awful. And then the remake, but it's gonna happen. I know. I've decided to just—it's gonna happen, and you know what? Know. And it's gonna be a flop. I know. And it's not gonna let be a them big lose deal. money. Yeah, on it's it. not gonna <laughs> be a big deal. It'll be like tossed by the wayside. Like, people will forget about it. I know. Okay, I, under the radar. Well, it's totally like yeah, because you know, like poltergeist, like, like poltergeist, like totally. And then, like, oh my god, we were all about poltergeist remake. Garbage, man. It didn't. It didn't hold though. And then people forgot it. You're right. You're right. But Hocus Pocus, they're fucking stupid. Come on, Hocus Pocus is flawless. Do you know what I just thought of? Devin Sawa and Casper. I have Casper on my list. list. I watch, I, I don't watch it every Halloween, but I saw that shit in theaters. Me I fucking love Casper. And I had a crush on Bill Pullman. Yeah, of the course. dad. Of course he did. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ah, I'm such a weirdo. I know. Um, but you also, know what? There's all, every single episode, there's always like a weird crush reveal of Yasmina's. I know. Like every single one, she's like, mm, and I except had a crush on that guy. Except for they all look guy. the same. They yeah. all look like tall, yeah. dirty guys. Except, except for like, Except for no, Ernest. He was a tall, dirty guy for sure. Except for, yeah. like, sexy he was a badass Ernest? No? Sexy Ernest? Yeah, remember? Like, uh, yeah, badass Ernest? Ernest is, like, oh, badass, and okay. Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> at least I know I'm not the only one because I of the How Did This Get Made episode. But I'm thinking, like, Crispin and all them have yeah. the same, and so does Bill Pullman. Yeah, have that same face. same kind of, like, yep. chiseled looks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And the furlong. Yeah, you yeah. got a type. You got yeah, a type. I do. I definitely do. But um, also on my, like, uh, kind of, like, the kids, like, movies, like, I love, I loved the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. Mm-hmm. It was fucking fantastic it was so good um one of my favorites i have it tattooed on my leg the halloween tree yeah the, halloween mm-hmm. tree. the book by ray bradbury is fantastic and the cartoon movie leonard nimoy does a voice in it it's so fucking good Aww. that story is so rich it's amazing uh, obviously monster squad monster squad is a classic like kids like kind of halloweeny movie um paranorman i love oh that i just movie. watched that too fuck, fuck i love that movie i love that movie it's Frank so and good. good too i didn't really like frank and weenie I like, like i like the, the original ah! one. yeah the short was good the remake was yeah. like not so good yeah. um but i didn't really categorize this in the horror but sleepy hollow the tim burton i like it i, yeah, I, I like right. that movie i do like that movie yeah, it was one of the last good tim burton movies like that's after right. that he did big fish which was incredible that's and so then good. he started sucking because, I mean, we could we could talk about, right, like, um, Nightmare Before Christmas and um, Corpse Bride, but you know what? Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> because they're, you know, like, they're, they're enjoyable. Down. They're enjoyable. I yeah. like watching them. Yeah. Am I covered in tattoos of, like, Jack Skellington and all that? Like, no. No. Yeah. no. But, like. I'm over it. They're good. They're good. <laughs> also, The Craft. I mean, The Craft is... Uh, Witchy. Watchable, because it's not too, too scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Witchy. Are they still doing the craft remake? Like They keep talking about it. Interesting. Or it's like a sequel or something? A sequel. Didn't we find a fucking movie that's like the male craft? The Covenant. Then it looks It's the boy so craft. Bad. It looks terrible. I th- I'm pretty sure it has like a fucking 3% or on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, no, no, shit. no. Rotten to the core. Yeah, it looks awful. It's going to be great. I got a few movies. Um... Mainly just the movies that I've, like, thought about watching recently or have seen recently that have Halloween themes. Flatliners actually has a... It's it's not Halloween-themed, but... I still haven't seen the whole thing. It takes place around Halloween time, and 
the one uh, scene where Julie Roberts actually does her like death and then being brought back is on Halloween night. Oh, cool. Because no one no one's around and everybody's at the Halloween party kind of thing. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. Um, obviously, all the Halloween movies, that's a, like a given. E.T. has some good that's uh, true. Halloween stuff. Silver Bullet, that's a movie that's on my list. I'm like, I need to watch this movie again because it's fucking fantastic. And Yeah, I only saw it the one time. It's really good. Corey yeah. Haim is in it. Yeah. He plays um, the little boy in the... Wheelchair. That one, and it does have a Halloween theme because the final, like, night where they're waiting for the vampire is Halloween night. So they're waiting for him. That's Halloween. Mm-hmm. In the movie. I don't know about the book. But yeah. but that that's a movie I haven't seen in a while. And I had, in the past, watched it religiously. I've seen it many times. It's a fabulous movie. That fucking creepy guy from Twin Peaks plays the fucking reverend. That's oh, yeah, the that's fucking right. Werewolf that. guy. Oh, I fucking hate that guy's fucking what face. The, ga- the gas station fucking guy. I don't know. I don't, watch, Twi- I don't watch Twin Peaks. He's uh, James Hurley's uncle. Yeah, he's he's married. He's the dad from People Under the Stairs. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Him and his wife in Twin Peaks are him and his wife in People yes, Under the Stairs. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that guy, I hate him. He's, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I oh fucking hate his face. I do not know how you felt about him. Yeah. He's terrifying. His he face is, is one of the most horrifying faces I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, but he's so yeah, gentle yeah, yeah. in Twin Peaks, though. Like, you feel bad for him. Really? But his, got his wife is he's a He's so gentle in Twin Peaks, like, because his wife sucks and he's in love with, like, the, the woman who owns the diner. And he's so, like, nice yeah. and gentle in Twin Peaks. But he's, like, creepy in People Under the Stairs. Yeah. When he gets in the gimp suit. I barely remember that movie, actually. Oh, I'm going to need to watch that again because I remember yeah. the tongue cutting, the guy with the, his tongue cut out made my mind. Not normal. And that's when I was the guy, a child. That's the guy who kept asking us to interview him at last year's Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Who signed my People Under the Stairs poster? Oh no, no, oh, I remember the guy that. Looks yeah. like one of the McPoyles, and it's sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, he totally looks like oh a my McPoyle. God. That's, that's so awesome. fucking creepy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking amazing. So yeah, Silver Bullet. Want to watch that? Um, One other thing. Unsolved Mysteries. Halloween fucking episode. Oh, very nice. It was aired on October 26th, 1988. Nice. And it was the first uh, Unsolved Mysteries that had all of the ghosts. It was all ghost themed. I haven't seen that one yet. I'm working my way through. There's, to- there's too many seasons. I know. Is Unsolved Mysteries just about like... Like every murders. like yeah like um basically yeah, but is it like, like Dateline because uh, Dateline's no fun no 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 no, no. it's more like, like, you know what I mean? like it's no. more like stuff that really actually can't be explained it's like oh like not like missing like, people uh, they don't um, give you the solving unless it actually has been solved but it's like yeah like missing people ghosts paranormal stuff UFOs alien shit cool, okay. unexplained you never like, watched Unsolved deaths? Mysteries nope. what the fuck Megan I was too young <laughs> and sheltered sometimes I forget. <laughs> Like, I, mean, I mean, I watched Twilight Zone, but I feel like that's because... But my, that's fiction, though. That's why. Yeah. I feel like that's why my mom let me watch it. Yeah. real life shit. Yeah, man. Unsolved Mysteries fucked with her head. Yeah. That's why we turned out this way. Yeah. Yeah, well... Because of Robert Stack. Megan, if you want, I have the box set. Yeah, but can I watch it alone? Yeah, probably. You can't... Well, I... I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm just no. gonna tell you, like, when I was growing up, listening, like, even the theme song... I would watch the show and then I would go to bed and the theme song would be playing in my head and I would be up all night like waiting for aliens to take me. <laughs> like, yeah, but you aliens don't scare me. 
scare me. I, well, okay, well, ghosts, whatever. Girl. And, like, I'm 35 fucking years old, and sometimes when I watch Unsolved Mysteries and then I go to bed, I wait in the dark for aliens to fucking take me. <laughs> I can't even deal with it. So It is, like, there are some terrifying episodes. Yeah, no, sure. you're, okay, you're cool. welcome to, I have the box set. I'll it's do like, daytime, daytime watch it. It's, like, literally. I watch it on Amazon Prime. It's a chest oh, okay, cool. a fucking Ooh. treasure chest. Yeah. And yeah. I think um I don't know, it's like three, four hundred dollars now apparently. It's like pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. But they have like all the best episodes. And it's like so how many like how many seasons yeah. are there? Like twenty three or some shit? Um like it's of the Robert now. Stack one, there's definitely at least like fourteen. Yeah. I like I'm say. on season three right now. It's they keep adding them. I know, yeah. I know for sure. I'm gonna take this opportunity to segue then if we're talking about Halloween. Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the oversaturation of the clown costume this year. Oh, that, yeah. That will ensue well, 100%. Um, last year, we saw, like, a saturation of, Har- of uh, Harley Quinn from Mar- Suicide Squad, Mar- and this year, it's going to be Pennywise. So, there's going to be so many, which is great. I mean, he was a scary character, but, like... You gotta people. You gotta know that there's gonna be a hundred at every party. You oh yeah. To. Oh for sure, definitely. You know, like just pick something else. Yeah. yeah. So original. Okay, so uh, we're gonna talk about it. Um, pretty much anybody who is a horror fan has seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Thought it was I did a really well. good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's uh, the highest grossing horror movie. Which is insane. Of all it, time. Like, yeah, of all time. Like, that's crazy to me. Um, even just on, uh, okay, so the budget was $35 million. Just opening, really? Just opening weekend, $117 million, <sighs> And then a total, like, gross was $631 million. Wow. They did a really that's good job insane. of promoting this movie. It was, yeah. like, they promoting this movie for, for years. like, seven years. Oh, it was in production oh, hell for seven years. Uh, originally, it was a different guy who actually was supposed to direct it like and I forgot his name but he directed uh, a bunch of true detective episodes and apparently um, his vision for it was like too morbid and like Mm. too heavy and like obviously like the companies like studios were like no we want like it to be like more because that's how you make that money. It's true. It's well, true. It's it's true. But like often, I know we we discuss this. Like, what could have been if somebody that yeah, had like that darker yeah. kind of vision? Because the book is would have done with it. That's yeah. The thing. But that's the thing. Is like a lot of the critiques from people who I've had private conversations with who are actually like part of the King universe as opposed to the horror universe. A lot of the criticisms that I agree with. The script was hilarious and I really enjoyed it. However, it was too funny for it. Mm-hmm. The script was nonstop jokes. Those kids were joking the whole time. So yeah. a lot of people were like, it needed to be taken down from the silliness just a smidge. Yeah. yeah. Apparently a lot of the dialogue that the kids though, like they they just like whimmed it. Like they uh Which is great because it came yeah. off their their They what just do you improvised. Call it? They improvised yeah. their relationship. Like, jokes. The one kid from uh, Stranger Things, he was yeah. like the the one that Finn, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Um like he like was just swearing and like yeah. his Apparently jokes one liners and shit were like kind of I, know. A I thought much. they were funny actually, yeah. but they like were the funny, other kid wrote them. That was one of the critiques, right? And another yeah. one was obviously my number one fucking critique was the CGI. I mean there was so much CGI. Yeah. Do you want to hear something kind of interesting, though, that I read today? Uh, you would think that 
Okay, oh, I know he's got a googly eye! That Ooh. wasn't CGI. Yeah, I know. He can actually do that with his eyes. Like, he can, um, uh, what's his name, Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, yeah, he can actually, like, move his eyes yeah. in different directions. Well, let so me that, tell you. So that scene at the beginning was not CGI. Let me tell you a little something about him. Like, he, really. like, a lot of people are like, oh my god, he's so beautiful. Like, yeah, whatever. Know, you know what? When he, when he gets old, he's gonna look like, like fucking. No! <laughs> his brother is oh hot, though. Anyways, it was obviously great. However, I've had another discussion with Horror, Metal, and Beer on Instagram. And he was saying, was something I agree with, yes, it was a great film. Yes, it was enjoyable. But people are missing what what else is going on in Hollywood right now. Because people are so hyper-focused on it that, yeah, it was enjoyable. But there's art being put out right now. Like, there's, like, Blade Runner is art. Like, people are forgetting that there are some films out there. Like, I saw The Mountain Between Us. It was beautiful. It was beautifully written, beautifully So you mean, shot. like, uh, you're um, upset that it took away, like, all the attention? Well, not the... No, 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 no. I'm just saying that people out there, like, all these people who are, you know, oh, it's the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Again, it was enjoyable. Yeah, like the But do best I think movie, it was yeah. the best movie I've ever seen? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Not mm-hmm. even close. Not even close. I even did. in horror movie realm, it's not the best horror movie or anywhere near the best horror movie. Yeah. But I did think seen, that right? his, uh, Bill Skarsgård's portrayal of Pennywise, I liked it. Yeah. Um, I think job. the opening scene was probably the best. I actually think my favorite in the whole movie, movie was the beginning. I, in. I yeah, I just I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. However, I just read all these articles being like the opening scene is gonna blow your mind. So I'm like this at the edge of my seat. Oh, so you had like, and then that expectation. Nothing really happened because yeah. it's literally like scene for scene as in the book. So it's yeah. like yeah, oh his arm got ripped off just like in the book. So for me it was kind of like oh. yeah, you're like I I knew that yeah. was gonna happen. But I think yeah. for those who good. have only had to live with. The original It miniseries, which like, lacked so much, yeah, horror. yeah, that mm. that it was for a lot of people like, wow, like <coughs> it's taking it in the direction that more of the book, mm-hmm. yes, and like it I was, wish that like. Um, but it's kind of funny because I do understand that like they couldn't really uh, use a lot of scenes. Uh, from the book because it would have been like X-rated. Yeah. Like, because oh, yeah. like there's like a hand job scene. There's like a scene where there's, there's an like orgy an orgy yeah. like with the girl, like little girls. There's like an orgy scene and like there's a lot of like fucked up and things in the in the, in the the novel and I, I understand that they can't really like do that if they want to And they couldn't money. translate it anyways because that orgy scene in the novel was like super important to the development of the relationship. Yeah, the and like and her dad. But they would never be able to portray that properly. I know. Right. And then like I was actually kind of like surprised that her dad did, didn't even hit her or touch her at all he came off as a lot more of a pedophile yeah. in this one than the original yeah. but there still lacked that yeah like right. he beats yeah. the shit out of her yeah. like in uh in the book and yeah yeah it's still just alluded to yeah right? but either way i agree like it was a really good movie um even just the teaser alone generated over 200 million mm. views in 24 oh my hours God. like that's insane. And Pennywise was actually uh, between Bill Skarsgård and Hugo Weaving. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Lord oh. of the Rings, The Matrix. Oh, oh I love yeah. Him. yeah, I know. Um, Interesting. And it's actually kind of cool that Bill trained with a contortionist. So a lot of that stuff he did That's cool. himself. Um, and his costume, a lot of people freaked out when they first revealed the, the yeah. photo of the costume, but it's actually more accurate to yeah. the costume from the book. Yeah, it's more weathered and old because old he's school. an old time clown. Yeah, he's like the yeah. dancing clown like from the thirties and yeah, stuff, yeah. right? And um, I thought it was uh, kind of cool that uh, Tim Curry was actually offered the role again. 
Like he was offered the role, but he's like too sick and not doing very well, so oh he turned it down. God. But um, but well, like let's. When did he have his stroke? It was like maybe like five years ago. Because yeah. I was gonna say like if this film had been sort of in development for that long, yeah. there would have been a period of time where yeah he probably could have, could have. done I it. Think fresh energy did need to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I know it would have been like, yeah, like because I was curious about that. If Tim Curry did do it again, like, would he have acted the same or acted more creepy, acted different? Like, would he would he be all like Boston accent, like Georgie? Yeah, Georgie. Yeah, Yeah. I'm looking at um, Hugo Weaving, and I think he probably would. He has a creepy face. He would. Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. He has that like Tim Curry like pointy eyebrow shit going on forehead. Big. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I wonder why he didn't do it. Well, I guess like they went, they chose Bill, and like obviously we all would fuck the shit out of him in V for Vendetta. Oh yeah, that the I forgot that he was that He's guy. V. Yeah. Oh, be still my heart. <laughs> well, um I like that the Tim Curry Pennywise is visible in the movie. Yes. The scene when he's in the room full of clowns. Which yep. was yeah. horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't I don't know. I, I don't have the clown fear Neither thing, do I, but so. that scene was like really yeah. creepy. It was suffocating. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I also um, love that the, the bullies have that blue Trans Am. It's also the same Trans Am from Sleepwalkers. That's cool. I and I did not know this, but John Oliver is in it. He's what? in the background in Who's the diner. John Oliver? John Oliver? He's like a British comedian. He has his own like Talk show, like political, like, like commentary. He's also in Community, but he's like the is uh, he just works at the at the school. Is he a ginger? No, no. Oh, he's hilarious, but he's yeah, amazing. he's he was such a he's such a big fan of the novel that he like asked to be like Aww, in the movie, and they oh like you just see him like sitting in the diner that in the is background. Precious, I yeah. need to watch that. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. And he's they've already they have a release date for part two. Um, it's September 6th, two, uh, 2019. It's not till 2019. I know, we have to wait two years. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so... Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm like, so I'm more partial to it. Like, I'm, I'm kind of biased, because, like, my friend worked on it, so uh, he's a storyboard artist, and he showed me some of the stills that were not used in the movie, and cool. which will be deleted scenes, like, in the Blu-ray release, so I, I know cool. about some of the scenes that will be, like, the deleted scenes in the Blu-ray, and, like, they were pretty cool, That's and cool. it's, like, it was filmed in Toronto, like two hours away from us. It's mm-hmm. very nostalgic. The scenes when they actually are in downtown Derry is Port Hope. And Port Hope is like a little town cool. like outside yeah. of Toronto. And like we were familiar with like every, all the like shooting locations and stuff like that. And uh, I actually also love that like my friend Mike, who is a storyboard artist on it, he, um, the scene in the garage, like with the slideshow, that house is like across the street from his house. That's cool. He's like, yeah, that house is like down the street. I was that's like, well, so that's neat. awesome. Yeah. And he showed me like some more, um, that scene with the slides, like more things actually happened in that scene too I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about it but like we'll see what they what they put out on the blu-ray yeah I actually heard some interesting stuff about the like some of those deleted scenes that they did go a little bit more into the history of like how Pennywise came to be and they did film some of those scenes yeah um with like going back to like uh like 1600s and like he's like eating babies and like yeah apparently I actually, a scene I that they did film and it was of him eating way a baby too yeah. fucked up yeah I read that on bloody disgusting that there was a scene yeah. where he ate a baby I fucking mm. would have loved to see that that yeah. they were trying to fit it into the new one 
Uh, like, maybe not that scene, but yeah. they're trying to still get some of that uh, folklore. Right. That historical folklore into right. the new one. Yeah. They want to, like, tie that in somehow. It may not have made sense the for the first out. one, but if they're going right. to, like, continue with the story, like, of, of the Losers Club or whatever, that to be able to say, well, this is where this demon came yeah. from. I think mm-hmm. that would that be at the same time it doesn't need it though. No, do you know what I mean? Like at the yeah. same time, if I never figure out where he came from in the movie, yeah, it doesn't have to be there. No, yeah. it's still great. Uh, well, I really appreciated that they played Anthrax because I love Anthrax. <laughs> yeah, and even, like the one bully has an Anthrax like back patch on his like <laughs> denim, and like I loved the part where uh, they're in the kid's room and he closes the door and it's like the poster of New Kids on the Block, <laughs> and that was like that like subtle like comedy like yeah. in the movie that was like the two seconds of like cheesy comedy and mm-hmm. I was like and it was good what and song it was, was it was a step it was by hanging step tough. it was hanging tough yeah and it was funny because we all saw it in theaters together and we all laughed so hard we we're like the only ones that laughed because yeah. it was probably a theater of kids who were born in the 90s oh right? that were like didn't like, live dummies, the don't even block. fucking know yeah yeah but I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, uh, I was impressed with it. I'm actually like pretty excited for part two. Me too. And um, Andy Machete is also doing Lock and Key, which is one of my favorite mm. fucking graphic novels by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. And three of the kids, That's like three of the actors from it, are in have signed on to Lock and Key. It's gonna be tough though. Yeah, that's a fucking. It's gonna be a tough one. Oh god, that story is so good though. Yeah. It's such a good story. Everybody thinks that Bill Skarsgård is so hot. Blah blah blah. But when he grows up, he's going to look like Steve Buscemi, and everybody's going to be like, ah, Steve Buscemi, of course! Yes! Everybody's going to be upset about it. Do yeah. I know something? Steve Buscemi was, he was gorgeous. Well, there you younger. go! He was a very attractive really? man. Really? Yeah. I've never yes. seen, like, old Even pictures think of, of him. Think of how semi-attractive he was in Airheads, and then take ten years off that. Interesting. He was, he was I'll look into look, that. He's got that features. He's got features. Yeah, well, that's, that's like that's fucking he's, that's um, his future. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando was, oh, he was a, a babe. babe. Oh. He was so fucking gorgeous. Oof. And then what happened? Yeah. Oh my god. Like yeah, drunk Orson Welles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like drunk Orson Welles. I know. Fall from grace. Yeah. Well, um, there are some new things happening uh, with uh, <sighs> horror because there's always horror movies coming around, like coming out around October. And uh, this is actually kind of interesting. Uh, Michael Jackson has a new Halloween album coming out. How? Yeah. Well, it's just a compilation. I know. Well, it's just a compilation of all his spookiest songs, <laughs> and it's called Scream. But there's also he. There's also like an animated one hour like special cool. that is going to be out on TV and it's called Michael Jackson's Halloween. Really? But like I'm not sure if he wrote it like before he died. I don't or know. But you know what Michael Jackson it seemed like he always loved Halloween like all the Oh yeah, he shit, loved Halloween. All that yeah. stuff like it was a big deal. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to see it. I'll watch it. I yeah. love uh, kids kids Halloween things are awesome. Yeah. Like I do love like all the kids like uh cartoons and stuff like that Except revolve for the around Star Wars. Halloween. Except, oh my, what? The Star Cri- Wars, the, the, the Christmas, Christmas one, yeah. oh my god, Star Wars holiday special. We'll talk about that Any in another holidays. episode, holy yeah. fuck. Oh but, my um, god, we didn't even, speaking of things that like annually, we, I don't know about you Morgan, but obviously we do every single Simpsons Halloween episode. Yeah, I love the Treehouse of Horrors, oh my god, they're the, they're amazing. Yeah. I love them they're so again, much. They're again, they never get old. Those yeah, I know, I love them. Um, but yeah, Stranger Things season two. Oh my god, that's like coming out. 27th. Uh, 27th. Yeah, so that's going to be like just a day of binge watching. Supernatural season 13 just started, so I'm stoked about that. Don't judge me. People still care. No, they're still going to 
gonna keep doing it if people still want yeah, them yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. what Jensen Ackles has said. He's like, I'll just keep doing it until somebody tells me to stop. Like he Makes doesn't sense. care. Yeah. Like it's a great show. I don't give a shit. I love it. Um, Creep Two is coming. I out can't soon. wait for that I movie. Can't wait for that. Uh, seriously, Mark Duplass, like in that movie, like it's just like mind blowing because I know him from the League, and he's hilarious in the League, and yeah. he's like he's such. A fucking creep. You told me to watch creep. that movie, and it was really, really. It's great. Really it's fucking. Disturbing. I can't wait for part two. Um, and also, I I kept hearing about this movie, uh, like just on my Instagram feed and stuff, and people just kept talking about it. And I'm like, finally, I'm gonna watch it. But there's a new movie uh, called Boy in the Trees. You guys you should probably watch that yeah. movie. It was interesting. I will say that. I I wouldn't say it's a horror movie, okay. um, but it's a new Australian movie, and it's oh, actually like, like a beautiful movie. Because that's I, how I, started, I would describe it. I started reading about it, and it was like. A bunch of kids at a party type thing, and the second I see like a bunch of kids at a party, and it's You're made like 2017, yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't even. It. It's not that description is false. It was like a bunch Madam. of uh, drinking it's, and no, it has nothing to do with that. Mm. It's it's really good, Megan. Okay. Guys, like seriously, you guys should watch it. The story, the story is good. It's sad. Mm. I will say, it's a sad. It's a very sad movie. But okay. just the way that it was shot, and there's one scene at the very end uh, where it's kind of like a day Day of the Dead scene, cool. and it's like it's so good. Like, but it's not at all what I expected it to be at Sweet. all. Like, it's not. I honestly wouldn't call it a horror movie. It just oh, takes okay. place like during Halloween. Okay. and it's sad it's actually really fucking good though i was like i was very surprised it was very good and it takes place in the 90s so it's like the soundtrack of our oh, high school lives that's cool. you will appreciate it morgan I'm honestly it. when i was watching the movie every fucking song that came on like reminded me of us in high oh, school that's so like awesome. i was like this movie Ooh. is great. It's great. Awesome. Um, so it's on Netflix. Also on Netflix is uh, Cult of Chucky. And oh, okay, no, I'm no. not big on the Child's Play movies, but I've actually heard good things about it. I'll tell you something. I was at a boy's house and we watched bits and pieces of it and it was pretty good. I've actually <laughs> heard like really good things about it. So I, you know what? I'm going to watch it because what was the one before it? Seed of Chucky? Yeah. Seed of Chucky. That no, is unwatchable. The, the kid, oh my God. The that was brutal. horrible. Oh, and God. then like, I do like Bride of Chucky, but like the original, like the first one, like, I don't know. I just always like, she's a scream queen. Uh, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like it because it's nostalgic because I saw it in theaters and I was in high school. But, like, the original, like, the first three Child's Play movies, like, for me personally, like, when it comes to, like, kids and horror movies, like, Children of the Corn, like, just fucking kick them in the neck. It's a doll. Like, it's not like it has super strength, does it? I mean, all it has on you is the element of surprise because no one's going to assume that a doll is real. But once the doll is in front of you, just themselves. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, um, And I also watched Leatherface. Uh, the new Texas oh, nice. Chainsaw Massacre with Stephen Dorff. Yeah. Stephen Dorff. How does he he's, look? Mm-hmm. Uh oh. He's Aww. not. He's not. He's not Deacon Frost. He's, he's not Deacon, Deacon Frost, Frost anymore. No, oh, no. no, but uh, it was. Um, it's a prequel to the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Uh, basically, it's like the story of like Leatherface. So you, you find out who he is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay. It's watched. Honestly, say, when you find um, out, are you like cool? No. Like I mean, like you know kind of like during the whole movie but some of the gore I just was like it, it's like one of those where they cut away really quickly so you don't yeah. really see it some of it was good um, some of it just kind of like made me think of other movies like it was yeah. like well I've seen that before in yeah, Necromantics yeah, yeah. like you know what I mean like maybe you have to wait, wait new, for the unrated yeah I mean I don't know I probably won't watch it again it's definitely worth it just to watch once but um, 
I mean, I personally, I like, I'd rather watch part three with Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> Yeah, I know, he's good, good looking man in, in that movie. Yeah, for sure. You know what, I'm actually really excited, and I don't know if you guys are on this train at all, <clears throat> but I'm stoked for the new Saw movie. I don't give a fuck. You want to know why? Because the writers of the Saw movies, Jake just Saw? like the writer, yes, just like the writers of the Final Destination movies are brilliant. I will give them that. Kills. The I kills? just like seeing the kills. I don't want to hear you talk. We talked about I don't this. Give a fuck. Yeah. yeah, like in a couple episodes so ago, we actually talked about um, because the San Diego San Diego Comic Con releases all the trailers, and then right. they release the trailer for Jigsaw. And um, I, when it comes to the Saw it and looks, Final Destination movies, I could give two shits about the story. I will watch them for the gore, and I appreciate well, that. Well, I mean, there's been how many Saw movies? I'm gonna ballpark. I don't even know, like seven, I'm eight. Gonna ballpark. I don't well, let's say, I, yeah, I know. Let's say in, in 10. Yeah. 10 or, somewhere between 1 and 10 Saw movies. Yeah. And there's like, what, six kills per movie? At least yeah. six mm-hmm. kills per movie. The kills are awesome. Like, that is genius. I saw the trailer, um, like, I watched the trailer, and there's like the part in the 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 silo, they're in the sand, and like the yeah. birds are coming down. Like, That's that really looked cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I do like the kills. Like, honestly, like when I watch the Saw movies, I kind of just fast forward the dialogue parts, mm-hmm. and I just like, I just want to see people being murdered in, in, in interesting fashions. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's not fucked up. Yeah. I'm deranged. I know this. I'm <laughs> aware. <laughs> awesome. Great. Okay. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry, sorry that we got all sad on the last episode with oh, Corey Hayne. I but know. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was um, definitely like an emotional episode for sure. But um, he went through a lot of shit. Don't you sucked. do this again, man! I know. Don't you do this again? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> These guys are two beers in. We'll start crying I about know. the Corey. <laughs> <laughs> but um actually it's funny i just sent you guys that article today about cory feldman's idea on how coming back yeah, as tommy jarvis yeah. so that would be funny if somebody actually was like take him up on it like I, yeah let's do it <laughs> that'd be amazing actually like if cory feldman came back to play yes, tommy jarvis oh my god i would lose cool. it i would lose my mind but anyways everybody have a very very fun Halloween and uh, want to see all your costumes on Instagram and hopefully somebody out there will be Angela or Suzanne with the lipstick tit. That'd that would be, be cool. amazing. That'd be sweet. Yeah, awesome. It'd be cooler if you did. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye. She's in love with herself She likes the dark And on her milk-white neck The devil's mark Now it's all hollow's is full or will she trick or treat I bet she will